Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. The late bloomers tend to have more curiosity. They tend to have more resilience. There are stories and mythology that this country has woven around black men. What if everything we've been taught is just all wrong? What's worth more than this fear right now? And that rising after failure is part of the glory of being a human being. Listen to deeply personal, insightful, and thought-provoking stories from the world's leading thinkers and doers. Listen and subscribe to The Unmistakable Creative wherever you get your podcasts. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. January 14th, 2020. How to not let age dictate your impact. This is awesome today. Awesome Today is a daily show, even though it technically isn't every day. It is barely edited and sometimes offensive. It is a good show. Some might even call it awesome. If you are friends with someone who doesn't think this show is awesome, you deserve better friends. Hi. And hello. And how are you? And goodbye. I'm fine. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. You are. It's been a good week. You are good. Week. Do you know this? You are good. Thank you. You, you really too. are. You are good. I'm good. I'm, I'm, I was going to say addled. Um, I feel addled. In your brain department? In my, in my dungeon. Oh, you need to, we've got construction going on outside. You that, need construction in the. That's going to happen. There is some construction and destruction. Um, Whoa. Demo, as it were. Demolition. Holy, holy Moses. In layman's terms. Um, yeah. You so, got a lot going on. I'll, I'll give you the recap of where I'm at okay. intellectually. Let's hear it. If, in fact, I have an intellect. You do. This is where I'm at. I am wrapping up Revelations of Divine Love by Julian of Norwich. That's right. Which I will say you need to read. But understand, this isn't a book that you're going to just go power through. No, as no, no. Or a Harlequin romance novel. If you're anything It like is a romance novel. It is a divine romance. Yes. If you're like me, you'll read one paragraph and be like, I have yeah. to stop right now and think about this for like a week because it's yeah. blowing my mind. It's She's a mystic. Yep. Um, and so there is much deep oh, yeah. esoteric wisdom. So much. That is there to yes. be had. And, and it doesn't matter. I, I really don't think in the grand scheme of things it matters what your faith is, even if your faith is... Being an agnostic. Um, sure, yeah. There's just a lot of brain food yes. in there to suss through. So it's been a tremendously slow read. I am done. 
with it. And I finished yesterday, I think, or the day before. Um, it's been a it's been a very whirlpool of time right now because along with finishing that and in conjunction with some other things that I've been running across recently, I have been traveling the path of trying to determine where should I go next. And this, all of this would relate to both just, I guess, selfishly, you'd say where I'm headed yeah. in, a, in an intellectual and spiritual sense, as well as what, what can I look at to continue to have conversations with my spiritual director. About. Right, exactly. Some of which I'm a little bit guarded because I think, and this is no insult to him, I think his his boundaries, maybe the best way to say this, his boundaries and mine are different. That's fair. And I don't want to be offensive. There's a snoring dog in the background. I don't want to be offensive in any way. So I want to make sure that whatever is selected for kind of that niche of my life is something that can still be discussed without damaging him along the way. A lot of what I read isn't so that I consume it and adopt all of it and become it. It's right. to try to entertain other perspectives and stuff and things. Um, one of the paths that I'm tinkering with right now, and I don't know where it will go, is to look at Kabbalah. Oh, okay. It's a whole thing, man. It is a whole thing. All right. Um, starting with um, Jewish Kabbalah. Mm -hmm. Understanding and appreciating that Christianity is... A progression from right the Jewish faith. Yes, they weren't necessarily wrong in any specific thing, other than denial of yeah. Christ. Yeah, as we would see it anyway. And so, yeah, I've been looking a lot at that, and that incorporates in trying to find what to read next. In conjunction with that, it incorporates millennia. It incorporates a lot of stuff that I'm trying to skim through. Really. Fast, but responsibly to decide where to go from here. And so I'm I'm a little, that in conjunction with my, my paying gig, my, my work job thing. Um, Your day job. I'm pretty mentally exhausted on that front. And though I did commit real time to it today, there was not a whole lot in the history of today that got me excited, and by not a whole lot, I mean there were not much, nothing worth mentioning. So what you're saying is, if you were born on January 14th, too bad because no. your birthday's boring. No, I did not. I didn't push because I knew I wasn't finding additional things to talk about. I didn't push into seeing what other people were born that day that might be interesting. I I curtailed a portion of the search because I knew it's an entire in its entirety that. I couldn't find enough interesting world events throughout history on this day to build an episode. Yeah. Okay. You, however, had a little something in your hip pocket. I did. And so I'm completely putting myself at your mercy you, without any fear. You can be fully peaceful. Mm -hmm. My pocket is I a like safe warm place. I like to be in your hip pocket. 
We sometimes walk like a couple we're from the 70s with yeah. one hand in each other's hip pockets. I think we probably did that when we were younger. It's um, so maybe. dumb. I don't know. It's weird. We did it ironically, right? Perhaps. Okay. I've been, I came across this earlier this week and I was like, you know, this is actually a good discussion piece. Um, I found a, an article called Eight Over 80, Fascinating Exploits of People in Their 80s and Beyond. I loved this article because I think that Americans, Western society, we tend to think like once you get to 50, 60. Well, 62, 65, or 67. Those are the actual retirement ages you can As use, right? dictated by our government. Yes. Then your contributions to culture, society, and everything in general is just, it's kind of over. And that's, I would, in a very, not hateful, but probably feels hateful way, I would say that's true. If you never contributed anything anyway. If you were just on the conveyor belt and getting along, then you bet this is the time for you to really cling to and embrace the idea of dying. Okay, that's an interesting point. In other cultures around the world and in different times around the world, through right. back through history, the idea of being an aged person hasn't always had such a negative connotation. That's right. This has been a time when you would share your wisdom. You were honored. You were revered as somebody who's lived a lot of life and seen a lot of shit go down. And Indeed. you've got some wisdom to offer to the world. So I came across this article. It was so hopeful to me because we're in our 40s. Mm -hmm. You look ahead and you think, okay, I, I think I can still be pretty functional in my 50s, hopefully. But then what happens after that? Well, according to the IRS, you can retire early on time or late. I'm glad you've really made that point super clear. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I love the idea that, you know what? Look at your grandmother, mm -hmm. your paternal grandmother, 105 years 105. old. 105. It's only it's only been within the last six to eight months that she no longer lives by yes. herself, self-sufficient. Exactly. To think that, no, no, our life isn't drawing to a close. We've got decades and decades right. of life to be lived ahead of us. I found that to be so helpful. So I bookmarked this, hoping that maybe someday I could pull it out of my warm and cozy hip pocket. Let me just add for this grandmother reference that we've made yeah she has now outlived half of her children and her husband by oh many decades half of uh half of a century she was younger than me when your grandfather died that's right and yet she's lived all the way to 105 mm -hmm. she said i don't need that man I got all these kids to take care of. Me. I don't think in her lifetime she ever thought that she needed. I, that's fair. Them. That's fair. It was a granny never for one day thought she needed it. Even in it, in its agedness by today's perspective, yeah, the, their union was never such that she depended upon him. That's very clear. It was a partnership. It was. It was. So, okay. So I found this article. Eight over 80. Let's talk about some of these. Tell me. Mind. Tell me things. Okay. There's a woman named Man Kaur. I know. One or two words. Man is her first name. And so then, a woman named Man. Yep. Okay. You're about to f just hang tight. Okay. You'll get the full story. Do I need to hold on to anything? Uh, 
I don't think so. Okay. But this woman in 2018 was 101. Okay. So you do the math. Well, two more years added would add two more years to her age. Okay. It's not difficult. Well, when she was 101, every day her daily routine involved waking up at 4 a.m. That's earlier than Nico Guess wakes up, and he wakes up pretty early. I have found the older you get, the earlier you wake up. Well, Nico doesn't understand that. You know, old people and babies are pretty much in unity. <laughs> oh, here's an, a deep thought to think about. Mm -hmm. Old people and babies closest to God. I would agree. And so, therefore, they're like, who needs sleep? Yeah. There's life to be lived. Yeah. Okay. Well, Mancor would wake up every day at, a, again, age 101, bathe, wash her clothes, make some tea, recite her prayers until about 7 o'clock in the morning. She would go to the place of worship for Sikhs, Sikhs being a specific religious mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, culture and orientation. India? I believe it is. It formed in India. She's Malaysian, I think. Okay. There's some, yeah. So she's a competitive runner. So after she does all of her morning routine, she gets up and goes out to the track for sprinting practice at 101. Sprinting. Sprinting. That's interesting. She is a competitive runner, the world record holder in her age group for several categories. And she absolutely has proof of her age. She really is post 100 doing these things and has really found that even though she came to running late in life and was not necess didn't necessarily have a conventional life, that she, like, this was what really made her heart sing. Interesting. She loves competitive running, and she's a world champion in her age group, which, I mean, let's be honest, probably doesn't have a lot of It's a, it's a small group. It's a small group. It's a small group. How, where do you land on running? Well... It depends how you define it. Define it and then tell me where you lay on Okay. It. If you define it as jogging, I don't like it. I'm not okay. I'm not by build. And there's some very interesting things scientifically mm -hmm. about the makeup of any person's, any individual's musculature. Mm -hmm. um, as, as simplified as white meat and dark meat yes. in an, an animal like a turkey that we all enjoy around certain holidays. Well, you don't enjoy it. Well, we enjoy or we entertain. Yes. One of the two. Yes. Um, th that that structure dictates what you are built towards. Are you a sprinter or are you an endurance person? Yes. I am very obviously to me at this point in life, with some knowledge in the area, I am a sprinter in all things. Mm -hmm. Okay. Not an endurance person. And that's not an insult it's no. not a superiority. It's simply who I am. Yeah. And so if you mean by running endurance, then I am, for myself, fully against it. Okay. It is not who I am. If you mean sprinting, that is absolutely who I am. Yeah. Not just even physically, but psychologically, intellectually, I'm a sprinter. And that's what she's identified as. And I, I don't think it matters what age you are. In terms of that, other than just recognizing that with advanced age comes different requirements for recovery. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So that's where I stand. Okay. All right. This next story is about a man who is a freedom fighter and a 
advocate for education from Kenya. Okay. Okay. He is from Mau Mau, which is in Kenya. His name is Kimani Ningaga Muruge. I don't know that I pronounced that correctly. Let's call him Kimani. Okay. Or just K. He was a man who was a soldier in the uh, Kenyan fight for independence from the British. Yesterday, you and I had an interesting, very off-camera, off-mic yes. conversation about the Caribbean. Yes. The British colonization there, what is still under the British crown. Which is currently the British Virgin Islands, and that's all. But just even in the past century. Yeah. That was, I feel like, even into the teens, the yes. number of islands that were once that have claimed independence since. Yes. Yes, exactly. So Kenya, one time a colony of Great Britain, and after the, he was a fighter in the war for independence from Great Britain. Mm -hmm. After the Kenyan government announced that there would be free primary education for all in 2002, he went to his local school and demanded to be taught to read when he was 84 years old. Wow. That's big time. I'm going to start crying just thinking about that. As I think about the labors of learning to read, helping our twins who are in the very formative process of learning how reading works to have the courage and the like inward desire as an 84 year old person, a former soldier who's seen a lot of life to be like, you know what? It's time that I learned to read. Yeah. That makes me want to cry to think about it. Enjoy. I hope. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Absolutely enjoy. Okay. Uh, Let's talk about that a little bit in the sense that you're a huge advocate for being able to read. (laughs) I really am. You're a deep reader. Your days are spent literally relishing. Every moment I have to spare. Yes, exactly. You're reading something. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know. Say more a a little bit about what that unlocks for you. My perspective over time has changed. I once thought that much of education, certainly that beyond high school, yeah. was a scam. Okay. Um, hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The late bloomers tend to have more curiosity. They tend to have more resilience. There are stories and mythology that this country has woven around black men. What if everything we've been taught is just all wrong? What's worth more than this fear right now? And that rising after failure is part of the glory of being a human being. Listen to deeply personal, insightful, and thought-provoking stories from the world's leading thinkers and doers. Listen and subscribe to The Unmistakable Creative wherever you get your podcasts. I'm, and I'm not completely... I'm not completely changing my view on that. What I would say is that the purpose, as I recognize it now, of education really isn't to teach you about anything. The purpose, the the real value of education is learning how to learn, learning how to 
teach yourself to pursue and find the things that you want to learn. And from that perspective, education is irreplaceable. Yes. I think that's why you and I as parents don't really get that caught up in grades. True. Yes. But only in recent years we've made that transition. Yes. We, we've looked at it from the perspective of what are you child capable of? Yes. Exactly. And we've got enough of those little minions now. Yes. That we've been forced to make some evaluations and say, no, what are you capable of? And what matters did you, you know, what grade did you make in what class? And did that class matter? Yes, exactly. Exactly. Okay, The so that story was about a man named Kamani from Kenya. This is going to hit a little closer to home for you and I. This is about a woman from Kansas. Oh, wow. Now, she has since passed away. She passed away in December of 2016 when she was 105 years old. But the story of how notable her life was goes back beyond that. Her name is Nola Ox. And then in the fall of 2006... She left her farm in Jetmore, Kansas, so closer to home for us, to go and be a freshman at Fort Hayes State University. Also Kansas. In Kansas, mm -hmm. yes. And she was 94 years old. So she decided, you know what? I'm going to, I'm just going to go. I'm going to go to college. I always wanted to go. I'm 94. I'm going to go to college this year. Why wouldn't you? She made it happen. And even though she was in classes where they had to do things like bring a laptop to class every day and she'd only ever typed on a typewriter. Like, can you imagine being 94 in 2006? Like all of the adaptations to how you've lived life and understood technology to be in suddenly you're a college freshman. I would have to think it would be exciting. Yes. Now you could, you could dwell in wrong places as we all can in our day-to-day, -day. Mm -hmm. but with the right mindset, it had to have been a fantastic thrill. Yes, absolutely. Well, she says, I went to school like I was the same age as everyone else, and they accepted me. So, I just love that. There, I think there's a magic of, of the number of years between her and the kids that were there, because the kids that were there with someone else a.k.a. their parents being too close in proximity of age. Yes. Plainly, they had to be idiots. Yes. But here, this person, I feel like she went to school for their benefit. She mm. didn't know it, but it was for them. Yes, absolutely. Okay, the next person I want to talk about is somebody who's actually come up on Sort of Awesome before. I can't remember the context. I think it was maybe a documentary about her life. Her name is Iris Apfel. She is in her 80s, maybe 90s now. And she, yeah, she's definitely in her 90s. She is an absolute fashion and style icon. She has a very active Instagram. Her Instagram account is more active than mine is. Okay. And she lives in New York City. She is, let's see, 98 years old now. Wow. And has been in the fashion industry and has had this point of view from the beginning that if you, she says, I think the worst fashion faux pas is looking in the mirror and seeing somebody else or something that isn't there. I try to be truthful and honest. You have to play around with an outfit. It's like doing a painting. So she is definitely known for her big, outrageous style. She has 
excellent taste. So she's one of those people who can pull off outrageous. Well, I have a question. Okay. Does she have excellent taste in terms of people would look to replicate exactly what she has done? Mm -hmm. Or is it viewed as excellent taste because when people look at her in what she's wearing, they recognize an authentic representation. Oh, that's a very good and valid point. That's that is in line with so much of what you and I have been experiencing recently as we've looked and studied and things. It's to begin to trust yourself. Yes. As it applies to you, yes. not imposed on other people. Absolutely. And I think that when you are outfitted in something that is an outward reflection of who you are on the inside, your inner being, your inward person, that that is captivating to people, even if it's something that they would never wear themselves. Though they may try to. Yes, exactly. I, I think it's a deep respect. It's a deep connection with that mm-hmm. is authentic. And it isn't that people... People replicate it not because it's theirs, but because they're so impacted by somebody that's found the truth of themselves. Yes, exactly. That's so true. All right. The next person I want to tell you about is a man named Yuchiro Moira. He's Japanese. And when he was 80 years old, now this has been seven years ago now. Okay. But when he was 80 years old, he became the oldest person to climb to the summit of Mount Everest. Okay. He reached the 29,035 foot peak back in 2013. He had previously climbed the mountain at ages 70 and 75. Okay. Can you wrap your mind around the idea of being 70, 75, 80 and being out there climbing mountains? Not, no, not. No, because that doesn't damn no, to you. <laughs> that's a big damn no for I'm Kyle. not an endurance guy, and a mountain climb is an endurance event. Oh gosh, yes, and also it's super cold, you guys, super yeah, cold. Too. So not something that you have on your bucket list. No, no, but deeply appreciated because he's plainly an endurance guy. Yeah, and he's he's nestled into who he is. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. Okay, another person I want to tell you about is a woman named Gita Ryle. Hang on, I'm going to scroll down the notes a little bit. Um, She is a Holocaust survivor, and her thing is that she has turned the trauma, obviously the agony, the suffering of being a Holocaust survivor, into teaching. And so even though she, you know, let me see what when this article was written, 2020. So okay, yeah, about a year ago. Just yesterday. Yeah, basically. Um, that whole lifetime that was 2020. She was a woman who, uh, again, her name's Gita, has taken this terrible life experience and has turned that around into helping people understand themselves better, forgiving themselves for things and forgiving others for things. And does it from a place of realizing, like, if I'm still alive, I have a message to share with the world. Yeah. Yeah. So as as 21st century people, I think many of us think of the Holocaust as one of the great horrors of we should if we humanity. Don't. Yeah. Exactly. And again, I just find this, you know, she's late, late, late in life. 
still out there, still giving breath to her message, still giving words to her message of um, helping people understand themselves and each other better. Uh, the last one is near and dear to my heart. There's a woman who is 91 years old. She's a Lebanese American poet, philosopher, and painter. Can you imagine doing all of those things? It's it's a full day. Her name's Atel Adnan. And um, even though she is in her 90s, she is still out there creating art. She's a woman who's lived through a lot of uprise and upheaval. Um, she actually was educated in France. She, she was born in Lebanon um, and then uh, to a wealthy family and was went to university in France, educated in the arts. When the Lebanese Civil War broke out in the 1980s, many thousands, if not millions of Lebanese left Lebanon because, again, it was the Civil War. It was a terrible, right. dangerous time to yeah. be in Lebanon. But she actually went back to Lebanon to Beirut so that she could be with her people and drew upon the experience of being in the country that she loved so much during these incredibly difficult times and used that as inspiration for the art she created. So anyway, even on into her 90s, she's still writing poetry. I've read some of her poetry. It's extremely moving, so beautiful. She's painting. She's musing on the great mysteries of life into her 90s. I don't know. It just it gives me chills to think about. Yeah. So. I think, I think there's a strong message here. Obviously, all of these people, by design of the article, were over 80. Yeah. But... There's a there's a weird lull in the midlife, yeah. Where we look around, I think, often and wonder, what have I done? But more poignantly, what have I not done? Right. And to rather than focusing on what have I not done, to look at what have I done? What have I to say? Yes. What can I give yes. to other people? A thousand percent, yes. So if you're feeling COVID exhausted and all of that. You you have something mm-hmm. to offer to the people, and you will receive invigoration. Yeah, as all of these plus eighties people yes. have in giving rather than looking around to see what you might take next. That's so good. Thank you for letting me share this with Thank you. Thank you for sharing it. I enjoyed it. It really spoke to me. It really inspired me. It really made me think. Like, who cares if our particular culture in this moment in time? says that I'm midlife and I, you know, like all of these things, like who knows? You're, you're at the dawn of having something real to offer. Exactly. Yes. So perfect. That's that. Okay. Well, some housekeeping notes. There's, I don't know that we have a whirlwind today. Yeah. It's been a day. It's been a um, week. Like I, I think week, both yeah. of us have been pretty well, uh, submerged in work. Work and other distractions, yes. Um, We talked a bit off camera. There are days where, for this semi-daily show, it's like there's literally, like today, there's literally nothing distinctively assigned to this day that gets us excited Mm -hmm. to discuss. And so... I don't know. We're toying. We haven't made any decisions, but we're toying with the idea of maybe being a two to three times a week 
show that tries to encompass the upcoming things. Yes. For days. What has happened, what is happening, what might happen, all yeah. of that. Yeah. I don't know what's going to happen there. Right. Um, I would hope that nobody feels negative about that. Um, in the event that it does transition that way, there's certainly, I mean, a single episode could be more than an hour. It could be more than a couple hours and with no obligation to listen to it all at once, but to parse through it. Yes, exactly. Um, don't know. Don't know where it's going, but we're, we're trying to stay open and receptive to yes. what, what makes the most sense going forward. Yes. We were fortunate today. You had a good story, uh, a good thing that you found to pull from. Otherwise it was going to be pretty boring. <laughs> Me and you staring at the camera. Yeah. Hi, what are you doing? Yeah. Tell me something. Uh, of course, you guys couldn't do that in the moment. Sometimes we do sit down off camera and I'm just like, tell me a story. It's true. You usually have a story to tell me. I try, but it requires some specificity. And not all our other your stories are good for public consumption. That's true. There are still some things that we hide from the good people. Yeah. Call it pride. I don't care. Well, some things reflect poorly on your legality of your decisions when you were younger. It's true. <laughs> yeah, that's true. All right. Okay. Did well, we do it? I think we've done it. Okay. Happy January 14th. Happy January 14th. And I do hope indeed that you have an awesome today. Would you? Please do. Bye-bye. Bye. January 14th, 2020. How to not let age dictate your impact. This is awesome today. Find Awesome Today and Sorta Awesome Media on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, TikTok and literally everywhere podcasts are found. Late bloomers tend to have more curiosity. They tend to have more resilience. There are stories and mythology that this country has woven around black men. What if everything we've been taught is just all wrong? What's worth more than this fear right now? And that rising after failure is part of the glory of being a human being. Listen to deeply personal, insightful, and thought-provoking stories from the world's leading thinkers and doers. Listen and subscribe to The Unmistakable Creative wherever you get your podcasts. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High-quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.